Chapter 11 of Rescue Dog of the High Pass. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Rescue Dog of the High Pass by Jim Kilgard. Caesar's Sentence. Before the storm spent itself, snow lay twelve feet deep in Grand St. Bernard Pass, and some of the drifts were three times as deep. Every cliff and slope held a huge burden of snow, but it was not a burden willingly accepted, and the danger increased a hundred times over. Enough snow to mold an ordinary snowball might be wind-blown and start more, which in turn gathered more, finally carrying boulders, ice, and everything else that lay in its path, an all-destroying avalanche would roar down. Such avalanches were a daily occurrence on the peaks about the hospice. Franz stood in front of the stable, Caesar beside him. He was watching the sun glance from the surrounding peaks. Wherever it touched snow or ice, it gave back a reflection so dazzling that to face it for more than a few minutes meant to risk blindness. A million jewels, Franz thought, a hundred million jewels, and each one more brilliant than the brightest ornament in any emperor's crown. The hospice itself, with ski trails radiating in every direction, like the spokes of a giant wagon wheel, was banked high with snow except for the house of the dead, toward which he looked only when he could not avoid doing so. Franz thought it the most beautiful sight he had ever seen. Anton Martek, sitting on a chair beside the stable's open door, fashioning a ski-pole, did not look up from his work. A complete craftsman, regardless of whether he was honing an axe, making a ski-pole, milking a cow, skiing, or doing anything else, anton believed wholeheartedly that anything worth doing was worth doing well and it could not be done well unless it received his undivided attention presently franz saw a man leave the refectory and ski toward the stable it was father mark who smiled when he came near and said good afternoon franz and a very good afternoon to you father mark franz replied have the travellers come up not yet father mark told him but fathers stephen and benjamin have gone down to guide them on a day such as this let us hope there will be no trouble let us hope so franz agreed he felt a pang of sorrow father benjamin who always took caesar with him when he went down to the rest house had not even told franz he was going but it was not his place franz reminded himself to tell the fathers what they should or should not do if father benjamin had not asked for caesar it was because he did not want him anton martek stood up respectfully and said good afternoon father mark and to you anton father mark noted the half-finished ski-pole busy as usual i see well they do say satan finds work for idle hands anton said i fear he has found enough for mine tut father mark reproved you must not be gloomy on a day so fine the prior would speak with you at once anton said he slipped into his skis and departed with father mark franz stared wistfully after them 
he himself had seen the prior in the chapel or from a distance but he had never dared even think of speaking with him on those few occasions when their paths would have crossed and they could not have avoided speaking franz had fled as swiftly as possible winter in st bernard pass inspired awe but it was not nearly as awe-inspiring as the prior of st bernard hospice franz picked up and inspected the ski pole anton was fashioning and he tried to fix each detail exactly in his mind making proper skis or ski poles was more than just a craft it was a very precise art and one that franz hoped to master some day good was not enough in the alps who ventured out on skis took his life in his hands and must have perfection a few minutes later anton returned alone he did not look at franz when he said the prior would talk with you with me franz said bewilderedly you anton said franz protested but i cannot talk with the prior i fear you have no choice little franz Antol told him the prior awaits in the refectory franz asked fearfully what does he want anton that you must discover for yourself anton replied franz pleaded go with me anton yes anton said quietly i will go with you franz put on his skis and with caesar trailing they went to the refectory the boy's head reeled his heart fluttered like the wings of a trapped bird at the entrance to the refectory he could go no farther come little franz anton urged gently yes anton franz shivered dressed in the habit of his order the prior sat before a pile of logs that smouldered in the huge fireplace with him and almost as hard to face were two of the cannons the cleven deer whose task it was to watch over the hospice provisions and two priests franz clasped his hands behind him so nobody could see them shake and wished mightily that the floor would open up so he could sink through it it is time we met young marinier the prior said i like to know all who share this work with me but for some reason we have never spoken yes most holy prior franz stammered there is nothing to fear the prior said it was a very gentle voice and when franz took courage to look he saw also that though it was a weather-scarred and storm-beaten the prior's was a very gentle face the boy felt more at ease i am not afraid he said that is good the prior approved i wear the prior's habit and you are a marinier but for all that we are equal i have received excellent reports of your diligence and industry you are a credit to the hospice thank you most holy prior franz said the prior smiled knowing he should not be addressed in such a fashion but understanding why he was he continued now that we have finally met i would that it were for a different reason i fear that i have sad tidings for you for me franz's heart began to pound again you have a dog the prior said a great dog that according to our good clavendier eats a great amount of food and yet he does no work 
franz whispered miserably that is true believe me i understand what this dog means to you the prior was very gentle i hope to make you understand what the hospice of saint bernard means to wayfarers every ounce of food we have here is far more precious than gold without it we could neither preserve our own lives nor provide for our guests it is a harsh order that i must issue franz but with the next travellers who are going there your dog must be returned to your native village of dornblatt for the moment franz was stricken speechless and then he spoke wildly please he begged please do not send caesar away most holy prior it is true that he will not turn the spit but he saved father benjamin from the crevasse he guided all of us safely to the hospice while a blizzard raged that tale i have heard the prior said and your caesar surely deserves all praise but as you have surely seen for yourself we have the welfare of travellers well in hand outside someone shouted those inside looked questioningly toward the door and one of the priests rushed to open it looking out franz saw two men on skis one was obviously injured the other was helping to support him the unhurt man was father benjamin the other was jean greb from franz's native dornblatt End of chapter 11